Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Joining me today is Fran Mirabella. Hey, Guardians. Sean Finnegan. Hello, everyone. And you guys are here, and we're going to chat with you about some cool Destiny topics. We're going to hit on the Bungie Weekly Update, which we do every week. But also, we're going to take a look at the kind of chatter that's happening in the community right now, including how they feel about old DLC and how they feel about some of the design philosophies with the new raid and old raids. Not a show about PvP for once. Yeah, right? All Uh, right. It's kind of nice. So first up, the big news, the weekly update. I don't know if it's big news, but it's a news. The... The the post that yeah. Bungie made about yeah. the they, thing. They said they're going to do uh, Twitch streams, and they've been yes. working on a, a little um, setup so they mm-hmm. could do it easily. And now they've talked about a little bit of the programming that they're thinking about. Yeah, so what they're going to do initially... So they first of all, they're going to do ride-alongs. You're going to basically hang out with Bungie, and we're going to get to see behind the scenes of how they created levels. They've done this before. They've done it with Cosmodrome. They've done yeah. it with Mars. And uh, they're kind of cool. You get some uh, designer insights as to, like, challenges that they had yeah, designing it, the levels. It's really just behind the scenes. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure they've been thinking about this for a very long time. Yeah. But, you know, you're so busy in your day-to-day jobs, it's hard to carve out, I think. Like, mm-hmm. hey, can three of you go spend an hour to, like, go do a Let's Play? It's funny. Mm-hmm. The irony is we are talking about this, um, I think, last week even, how yep. we have to find time for this. It's just a half hour, but it's three people. We have stuff going on. So, so anyway, yeah. I'm glad to see they're putting a stake in the ground. It's clear that they're making a programming wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you want to go over what the programming is? Yeah, so uh, we've already seen a few, but now uh, they're going to go with Andrew Hops and senior designer Brian Frank, and they're going to explore the art and design behind Oryx's inscrutable loot-filled fortress, the Dreadnought. I know that's not true, so I don't know why you <laughs> <laughs> And then after that, we're going to do a ride-along with uh, the audio team focusing on all aspects of its creative process, from sound effects to dialogue. And then another episode, we'll look into Clan Resolute. That episode in particular will focus on what it means to be part of an in-game clan. Yeah, I was going to say they help them actually do some of the bug testing and stuff, I Mm -hmm. think, right? So So, report back. So as a guy who went to college and wanted to be a game designer, this stuff is super interesting to me. The community at large, however, I don't know if they're... How like I think the hardcore are gonna enjoy these the ride alongs. Yeah, that's that. what I was gonna say. Is like this is well, it kind of hits on two notes, right? Like mm-hmm. Bungie's been criticized in the past for being very opaque with what they with their communication with the audience, right? Like mm-hmm. people often don't know what Bungie's working on if they're working on anything. Obviously, we know they're working opaque. on stuff all the time. Great yeah. use of vocabulary, Sean. You're war- not you're quite see through. Not transparent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is a really good thing that they can do to kind of be constantly engaged with the community and uh, kind of letting them in on what they're working on or how they work on things. Mm-hmm. So that's one great thing about it. But like you said, I think this is something that is going to be more enjoyed by the hardcore fans of Destiny, those people who uh, have interest beyond just playing the game, which I would say is probably not the majority of the audience, right? Like yeah. most people just want to play Destiny well, and play new stuff. It's like, 
you know, well, Blu-rays before and now, like the extras on um, totally. getting stuff. Like, I, not everybody wants to watch like the you director's know, avatars, commentary, yeah. yeah, director's commentary. But, but some people are crazy yeah. about that. Yeah, stuff, like I'm a big, I'm a big movies guy, and this is something I say all the time. But like one of these things that I love to do is I'll go watch a movie that I love, and then instantly I'll just play the movie again with the director's commentary, yeah. just so I can hear like the all the insights and stuff that the challenges that they faced and kind of what the creative decisions they were wrestling with at the time. That's mm-hmm. all very interesting to me, and I can imagine that if you're a huge fan of Destiny or you're like Destin and you have an interest in game design that you'll probably get like a lot of cool insight to how big AAA shooters are made. That's what I'm hoping. You know, I I always know that I'm playing the objective card that, well, we don't know how it was Mm -hmm. before we jump to conclusions, yada, yada. But maybe out of this, we get some insights, you know. Mm -hmm. We'll see how much they really share. I'm I'm sure PR, knowing how PR works, is a little scared of a live environment. And that was probably part of the thing where they're like, I don't know that I want your designers on a live stream. And like, next thing you know, someone slips up and reveals like something that's for the next game. They've already happened. They've already had two, or what was it? <laughs> Last of Us Two in their oh, own yeah. live stream. Remember oh, that? Oh, I don't remember this. During a Sony live stream, Naughty a, Do- a Naughty Dog designer revealed that Last of Us Two was a thing. Uh like, yeah, exactly. See, on. like yeah. when you're performing live Before like that, that was you blurt something yeah. out, man. Because um, you're so used to so, talking yeah. with the people you're communicating with. And it was on the super stream. small. He just goes, and with the game sequel, like they were playing the Last of Us, and he goes, yeah. and with the sequel, and we were like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> sequel. So yeah. there is a sequel. Like we all knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you that's just confirmed exactly that PR is those are like, well, yeah. whoops. Totally. Yeah. Those are highly controlled messages. So, and you know, that's I think was probably some of the fear interacting with the community, which is what this is right along. It's not just watch us, right? So they're going to have to answer questions. But they've been doing this long enough, and they should know how to moderate through that. But we yeah. hope there's some slip ups, obviously. And when there's big content that drops, we'll get our first look with their streams. They've confirmed that. Yeah. Uh, they've done that in the past, also. Yep. So yeah, I yeah. mean, why don't we move on to that? Right? Like they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Should we move on to that? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, they've obviously been talking about the spring update is coming. Uh, um, it sounds like it's going to be part of these ride-alongs. Like, it, you know, we saw that with Prison of Elders. Mm-hmm. They did, like, the live, bigger streams. Um, so a bunch Light of, level increase, new PVE events. Yeah, yeah they, they said this last week, by the mm-hmm. way. They just are doing this thing where they're like, we hear you. We know you want us to be more transparent. So yeah. as a reminder. Less opaque. Yes, less opaque. They, they, they the said word. they will be unveiling new details for the spring update. Spring is defined as several months of the year, by the way, so we don't know. I'm betting on late May again. (laughs) Um, Though an exact date for the announcement has not been set. Uh, When do you guys think, you know, the announcement might come? I mean, it's end of February. So whatever. If House of Wolves came out the end of May last year. Second week of May. I'll bet you it's going to be late in May because I'll bet you that I'll bet you they'll just tie it in with E3. Like, whatever they're announcing will be playable or, like, showable at E3 as well. Well, no, the spring update's going to hit Oh, it'll go live. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, the, right, like, it, we're going to get an update before, before right? E3. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. very confident. Right, but, I mean, what they've done is, like, a lot of games have released just prior to E3, and yeah. then, like, there's still a kind of headliner at E3 just, like, weeks later. Like, Last of Us was one of those great examples that was just like that. It was still big at the, par- still big at the Sony conference, even if it had just released. Mm-hmm. You don't think that there's any chance of that gonna, being destined? I don't think it's going to come that late. Like, E3 is going to be about the September or October release or whatever that's going to be, and mm-hmm. it's going to be big, you know, hopefully. Yep. <laughs> uh, whereas this is the big. spring update. So I, I really actually don't so remember. So maybe if that's the case, then maybe it's earlier. Maybe it'll yeah. come, like, because if, yeah, let's say we assume that whatever Sony decides to talk about as far as Destiny goes at E3 will be that big 
Taken King 2 or whatever it is in September. Like, yeah. Maybe we get the update sooner. Right. So, so I think it should be March, but we know their next three live streams, what they have scheduled out, so there's no way it's going to be in March unless it's the last week. So mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be April. That seems like a weird time to drop DLC. What if they drop so, it so on It'll April be May. Fools. It'll be second week of May. I think That's we're talking guess. about two different things, though. Yeah. I was asking, when do we think we'll just hear more on the spring update? The announcement. Last week of March. Okay, yeah. not when will the DLC be released, and not when will they actually show it. So I actually think they will start to peel. My, I think they'll start to show off some details. Yeah, maybe the end of March or beginning of April. We'll get screenshots now, right? Like meaning yeah. maybe just hinting. It's, we're going to show you more. Here's a glimpse of things to come, yeah. you know. And then they'll do their big event to like peel the wrapper off on whatever the late April or May update is, whatever that may be. If that is the timeline they go with, I mean, maybe we'll see it in April. I just. I don't think of April as a month that you see add-ons to You products. don't, but again, think it's of like what, May. think of like just the sequence of how this the the campaigns need to go. Mm-hmm. So, like for example, when did they drop the Taking King trailer? E3 last year, right? Yeah. So, they Basically, they had to get ahead of that and make sure House of Wolves was out the door and a thing before E3. Otherwise, they start overlapping mm-hmm. and it's confusing. You yeah. know, they have to think about that. So that's why I think well before May. So in April, we'll hear more. I don't yeah. know if oh, we'll yeah. see it, but that's what they have to it'll, get it out. Maybe there will dr- even be a trailer, right? Because trailer is not showing it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was saying. Changing my answer. Last week of <laughs> April, like into May. There you like go. Like right at the beginning of May. I, I think somewhere in there yeah. we'll, we'll see more, mm-hmm. but they won't show it. Yeah, I think maybe till... Uh, who knows? Beginning of May, like the actual. Yeah. Out, who knows if it's an hour-long stream, but that that stuff so, happens again, like a week before it's out. Remember, that's how they're doing this. So I have a question for you guys. We know what we're going to see for the next three weeks. Uh, so, de- not a lot's going on in Destiny. We have Iron no. Banner Trials is going on as as it Haven't does all the time. Um, I that's kind of worrisome. How do you guys feel? I mean, I think that this is, like I said, designed to be a little bit of a stopgap to buy them some more time. Right, like I don't think there's any way that they can push content out the door faster than they already are. Yeah. So, there are going to be some of these dead points. It kind of sucks because like you want to play. Yeah, I want to play. Like I, I. But do I have really, no reason to. I do really. I mean, I love Destiny. I've spent many, many hours playing it. But like I said on many episodes before, like I am very progression oriented, mm-hmm. and I'm right at the top of the mountain. Like I don't have to that one extra point of light. Like I said, I'm three nineteen on both characters. Mm-hmm. Like. And I won't play a third. They're because... bumping it to 330 also, so you have no reason to even strive towards that. Not confirmed. Right now. Speculated. Yeah. But I mean, right There's now, items in, the in, the database. in their database that yeah. are 330. Oh, yeah. Remember that item that was in the database that was a material that would increase your drop rate? And, uh, no, that was in the in code. That, that was no, reverse that, engineered okay, from the code. Fair, but it's the point yeah. is, it's not yeah. what's in the database is not necessarily the <laughs> right, final so, thing. Mm-hmm. But what I mean is, currently <laughs> in the game, we are at 320 light and I'm at 319, yeah. which means like that little bit of progression that I could do isn't worth it for me. Isn't worth the massive amount mm-hmm. of effort, right? Like, because I'm no, also we, about efficiency, yeah. right? So um, there's no way I'm spending time to grind to 320. Yeah, like I haven't touched. I'll take my 320 ghost though from Crimson Days. Yeah, Yeah, sure. I got the candy show. That's easy enough. That's an easy bar that you can reach that'll bring me back. If they do more stuff like that, great. Well, the thing is like it doesn't, I'm not even arguing that it has to be easy, but it has to be worthwhile for sure. Like it can be hard if it's worthwhile, but it's not. Like the DPS increase you get from being 320 Mm -hmm. versus 319 is I wouldn't even call it negligible. I would say there is no DPS difference, mm-hmm. right? Like that you can that anyone can notice scientifically. Yep. So why even bother? That's a bummer because I love Destiny and I want to play it. But like I said, the last two months I've just been playing Halo, and then I actually come back to Destiny. And I'm like, where are all the frames? Yeah, yeah right. I know it's hard <laughs> to switch from sixty to thirty. Here, mm-hmm. here's a bizarre thing to me. 
why not bring back Sparrow Racing? Why not keep yeah, it in there? Actually, it's a I great do, fun event. I did like you know, Sparrow Why the heck would fun. they just, okay, it's so, gone. You spent your but, $10. So see ya. This is, but you guys it's are crazy. You are summing up the exact problem. Yeah. They got to the end of the year in December. Mm-hmm. There was no Dark Below release. Mm-hmm. They're scraping with like different variations on Iron Banner and yeah, whatever. They got by. SRL. That's they a great sc- exactly. wording of how SRL, they are doing yeah. it. they scraped that together, I think. And by the way, good job. I think the community liked it. Some people didn't care, but like you said, great. Something else to do. Yeah. yeah. Like that, that's, it's nice to hop in. You know, we suffer from these weekly drops because like I kind of, I'm at the point in the game where I kind of might want to hop in, do a little better. Yeah. Maybe I'll do some trials, but maybe I'll hop over to SRL. But because it's all segmented up because of this calendar, you don't have a lot of stuff to do all the time. Uh, but anyway, for me, and I think you guys are echoing the same thing. It's like you kind of got the January and just not much happening. Yep. Um, and they got a, like Crimson Doubles, but honestly, it really was like playing a, a weird trials card. Yep. Um, so it was fun. I actually like the Elimination 2v2, but it wasn't. The reward was not there. And in fact, exactly. they apparently, you know, it sounded to me like they accidentally screwed up the drop rate. So instead of pissing off the community, they said, okay, just play the seven matches. We're not going to make you guys, like, waste 20 hours of your time to get a 320 goes. Good call, by the way. Yeah. Like, it's okay to not make the community play 20 hours every mm-hmm. weekend. Like, that's not a good metric of success if they're mad half the time. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but the point is it wasn't that fun. So long story short, they're out of stuff. So I think, yeah, SRL's probably Bring not, it back. Why not? I'm sure it will be the yeah. end of the month, but what are they mm-hmm. going to do if they bring it back this week? Yeah. You see what I mean? Like, and this then people are bored banner. of it in two weeks. So, yeah. so that's the thing. Like, it's probably not next week they would have talked about it. So maybe it's two weeks from now with yeah. a new map, maybe. Cool. Mm-hmm. They've made it through, like, almost the end of March. But that's what's going on. Yeah. They're literally like, how are we going to make it to this update? Mm-hmm. Good news for me. I'm happy. I'm finally like, you know what? I like playing trials once a weekend. Um, banner's fun, you know, because I'm trying to get those drops still. I do still mm-hmm. need those drops, but I don't want to sink a ton of time. Um, some good stuff in Banner this week, by the way. The um, Tormod's Bellows or whatever is uh, mm-hmm. three in the tube and mm-hmm. uh, tracking, which is a great role. So go up, get to level five if you're going to play Banner. But anyway, where I'm going with this is I'm kind of happy because, like, I want to play Firewatch. Uh, I got in time with the Division beta. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I went and started playing The Witness. And, like, I am definitely so, playing too much Destiny. It's a nice time to – it's a, almost a spring break. That's a, that's actually <laughs> a really good point. It's like we've seen people say it before, but, like, people – for some reason, there doesn't seem to be, like, the general consensus that Destiny is an okay game to walk away from. Like – this is a perfect time to be like, yo, I've been playing too much Destiny. Let's play some other stuff out there. Like as someone who did take who has been taking a break from it mm-hmm. for like a month. Yep. Uh it's so nice to go back to other games and play mm-hmm. that. Like, you know what you know which game I went back and started finishing was Batman Arkham Knight. Nice. Like awesome. I didn't finish yeah, that the first time around. And I it's go back and I'm like, this is awesome. Like I, I'm almost to the point where I'm like, I'll just wait for Destiny too. Yeah. Like we think just it's coming at seventeen. Well, like, or you if, mean the big update at the end of the year. At least the if the big if it's spring big update, I'll go check it out. But that's like what four hours of my time max. You know, I don't know how you're playing this that update in four hours, Destin. Are you gonna get like one? It's drop? not gonna be that. Taking big. King was four to six hours. Yeah, not to get all the drops. Oh no no no! Take no, no, me. That's the, the only reason yeah. to play. But yeah, I'm saying the spring update. I don't think it's going to be that huge. But if, hopefully, I'm wrong, and there's yeah. tons of great stuff to play. But I just well, the spring I, update. I don't I'm think probably just gonna big. tear through it, and then goes back on the shelf. 
I'm gonna... rolling my eyes at that only because yeah. like you're going to want the new exotic or whatever and this other legendary mm-hmm. weapon, and that you will not be able to do in four hours. So that's I'm that's sorry. actually a good transition like, point. Banner alone takes like six to eight hours. You know, so that's sometimes. a good good transition point of this. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the conversations that are going on in the community right now, and uh, one of those conversations yeah. are, had I known... That was the water glass. <laughs> sure, friend. No Had even, I known, no one even heard it. <laughs> it was making a squeaky sound. <laughs> Had I known squeaky. with each DLC that older content will become obsolete or dropped from rotation, I probably wouldn't have bought into Destiny. This is a Reddit thread from Brian Es, and uh, he said, or at least not put so much effort into it. And that's one big concern. As Destiny has released each piece of DLC or each update, they've literally made every everything else basically obsolete or much less worth your time. Because you're now chasing that new high of 3.30, which was what we think the next update will bring, or uh, the new gun that is released or the new exotic, yeah. because that's the new thing you need to get. Yeah, yeah maybe you the know? best example yeah. is when Prison of Elders you know, rolled mm-hmm. around. And you, know, you still could use some of those older weapons and stuff, mm-hmm. but there just wasn't a big incentive to go back to a uh, Vault of Glass and stuff like that. Exactly. So that's what he's talking about. It's like, well, I really liked playing Vault of Glass. There's just no more incentive. Well, like, it didn't help the... you hit level uh, 34. Like that's DLC what he's one, talking about. you go to Dark Below, you hit max level, and then they release the next DLC, and it's just like, well, that was pointless. Like, all these weapons are gar... Well, it's not actually, pointless, Actually, right? at the... that point, the weapons were still really great. So the you can actually were still good you, if you, you didn't have still, them. It, there was still a reason to go to that raid. There was still a reason to go to Vault of Glass. And then you could go into Prison of Elders. But what he's talking about, mm-hmm. I believe, is that it didn't help you hit level 34 to go to Vault of Glass. Right, you weren't getting helmet drops. Exactly. Like that. No, but you could still go for the weapons because the weapons were still viable at that point. That's true, yeah. You know. But but I think what he's talking about is that, right? It started to negate the reasons to go back. I mean, I've never quite understood that like why they don't bring all the raids up at the same Mm -hmm. time i wonder if it's bug related but i also wonder if it's a philosophy of keeping the community focused on certain tasks um but i will say it is extremely strange to me that there's not a vault of glass very hard at this point i I really thought what an easy ad you know all this you know there's no content you know to play right now it seems like relatively easy to like Throw bump in. up the light level on just, the gear you get this from coming from uh, three non-game designers, by the way. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. I like, yeah no, I I'm on your side. I don't know why. Well, either. because well, it's hard I to understand speak. why don't you? What you can't just make them 320 weapons, and then well, problem solved. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean. So here, here's my problem with it. Like we're sitting here looking at what can we do right now? Iron Banner to reach 320. We can do. Once a month. We can do uh, the raid once a week, and we Challenge. can do Trials of Osiris. So yep. two PVP things, one PVE. And you have all this phenomenal content that's literally just wasting away. Yeah, like Vault is you fun. Know? I mean, I'm yeah. sure that it is coming. It's like, it's just mind-boggling to me that they literally mm. are making their old content obsolete to focus on three events. I mean, I think we're all on the you same know? page here. Yeah. We would all love to see those old raids and old content come back like for weeks, for episodes I've been saying that they should add all of the strikes into the heroic strike playlist. Mm-hmm. Like why isn't that the case? I don't know. It yeah. doesn't seem that difficult for me to take content that's already in the game, update it just a little bit so that people who are now higher than the level it once existed at can play it. I'm on your side there. You, we're getting theory. a little away. Yeah. We're getting a little away from the thread question though, which mm-hmm. is the whole idea of content staying relevant throughout Destiny's life cycle. Yeah. And he even says, you know, he says edit I need to add add this for those telling me that's how MMOs are. Uh, Bungie tried their 
their hardest to tell everyone that this was not an MMO. When asked about Destiny being called an MMO, this is what they had to say as part of the oh, yeah. weekly update, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we like the discussion. World shooter. Yeah, we like the discussion and the constant debate about how to classify this game. Okay, so here's the thing. They didn't classify it, actually. Yeah, so Bungie doesn't strive to classify it. They're hesitant in calling it about... They're hesitant in calling it an MMORPG because, it's not, because it's not technically, yeah. We're not... It's instance, you're not a shared... The world persists, but it's yeah. not shared between all players on a server type thing at all times, like a MMO traditionally is. But I think the philosophy of an MMO still stands. Like the gameplay loop of Destiny is all about progression and chasing things that are better than what you currently have. Mm -hmm. If that is the gameplay loop and we can agree on that, then you have to know that stuff's going to go out of date eventually. Mm -hmm. Like in other games, that's what happens, right? Like, you get a bunch of really good gear. It helps yeah. you do things efficiently for a certain period of time. But eventually, when new stuff releases and new content releases, mm -hmm. that old stuff goes the way of the Dodo. And it kind of sucks, but that's the gameplay loop. Like, I don't know that it's valid criticism. Well, I mean, it's totally valid. You can feel disappointed, but mm -hmm. I don't think that it's... Uh, I don't think that you can actually criticize Bungie for doing that because they were always upfront about how that was going to be. That's the game. So let's look at two other threads that are going on in the community right now. This is from Axe 31. Bungie, I have completed hard mode raid 56 times according to the Destiny Tracker and have not received a single 320 class item. Working as intended? Question mark. And the second thread is crazy Dala Day ZZ. These are from Reddit. Uh, remember when raid weapons were actually sought after instead of used as infusion fuel? I love how they completely changed the design of the raid weapons, but I absolutely hate how Cocoon is taken up potentially yeah. a potentially useful uh, perk slot. And Sean, Cocoon's pretty good. I have to in the raid. In the raid, yeah. I have the to raid weapons. Exactly. So you get these weapons that can only be used in that same raid to get better drops. Mm -hmm. There has to be more avenues for progression in Destiny. We have three avenues right now, and that's it. That's how you level up to max level. What if you you maxed out by going through Vault of Glass and getting the 320 or Dark Below? That makes that content relevant again. There has to be more ways to progress. And there's literally one way that you can do it if you're PvE. You can only do that raid over and over and over again, and you're gonna lose your player base. Your yeah, player base but, is just gonna bail. But let's separate those things. The yeah. first question was actually, is the raid uh, working as intended? Mm -hmm. I, I believe that's what he was getting yeah. at. I've played 56 times. I've not yeah. gotten a single 320 class item. And Guess that's what? the only way you can Me get neither. it. Me neither. I've not, we, none of us, so, PvE. so yeah. we, n a lot of us didn't get the 320 ghosts. Clearly they said, that to be more rare, but man, like nobody's getting it. Problem solved with Crimson Doubles. Mm -hmm. Seemed like they kind of just had to do that almost. I don't think that was the plan. Yeah. So the class item, and maybe this is a question of like maybe the next SRL, that's the drop. Yeah. Is you're gonna they're gonna solve it with that. Um and I, they, that's because that's how they were solving the helmet drops from mm -hmm. the raid. So I would actually say yes, I believe the raid RNG is just not tweaked quite right. And however the complexity of all this works, it's I mean, just a reality. You could just be really unlucky, too. Like, back in the Gallarhorn days, like, Alfredo got eight or nine Gallarhorns before I got was, my first yeah. one. But it's like, super, I was super unlucky. Yeah. It's super. But most people are unlucky because it is. Yeah. The odds yeah. are – it's just odds, you know. They're stacked that way. Totally. So I do – I don't think it's working quite as intended. And I say that because I've only got – one uh, – three no, two 315 ghosts and then um, bonds I've gotten up on 317 to 318, but very rarely just like those single times. Yep. 
So yeah, what the heck? I've played it a ton. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't add that as part of the challenge modes. It, it seems like they actually don't want you to hit 320, though. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's like, part of the how they keep you grinding. It's two points, right? To the One, there's only one way to progress, like Destin pointed out, and that's mm -hmm. through the raid. And they have to do, like, stopgap fixes yeah, yeah, for yeah. PB. They have to do stopgap fixes, like adding the the item that everyone wants, the, 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 the gear that everyone wants, to an external event, which mm -hmm. is not really the way it should be working. Um, yeah, and then it's also, right? yeah, it's also the fact that, like, yeah, people are unlucky, the drop rates are low, and those are the most wanted pieces. So it like has this doubly negative effect, right? Where, yeah, if you do it 50 times, you're gonna be angry. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't think it's driving me as attended. Second question I think we should answer, though. Like, remember when the raid weapons were cool? Yeah, I, they all had fire elemental yeah. damage, you could get Gallahorn, you could get Vex Mythoclast. The, the new raid weapons suck. So let's do that quick comparison, because Sean, it's not that, I, I think the cocoon effect on some of this stuff is awesome, and Harold Quillums is a killer machine gun. Yep. Good stuff from there, but you get it pretty quickly is the point. Mm -hmm. Totally. Now, compare that to trying to get Vex Mythoclast. I mean, just the sound of that thing That's wherever you're is awesome. I know, but you got but it from you, Vault of Glass. The only way you got it is Vault, Vault of Glass, Glass hard. Let's go through the I list know, first. Yeah, I, know. I know you know this. Yeah. I'm just yeah. using just you as a device. I'm using you as a device. Fatebringer. Okay, real, everybody real may or may not know yeah. the quest that I went on to get that. Yeah. Love Crazy. But you could only get it from the Vault um, at... Um, at, uh, what's the boss's name Templar. right there? Templar, right? Yeah, the Templar. Yeah. So anyway, there's that weapon. I actually really like Praetorian Foil. Super high impact, super rare um, fusion. fusion. So I got that one like a year after. Like it was like third yeah, DLC really drop, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> I you, got Praetorian. You could, you, if you're up close to an Oracle, for example, uh, you can nuke it in like one shot. So it was yeah. like really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, Atheon's Epilogue, also high rate of fire, a little like Doctrine mm -hmm. with void damage. Okay. So now let's move on to Crozen. Name a couple of those real fast. What do we got? Uh, um, the sniper. Black, black oh, Hammer. Black Hammer, yeah. which was yeah. pre-Black Spindle. Yeah. But it had the white nail or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Black um, Hammer was like, you black wanted hammer that. Hammer and then they so changed good. it and made it less desirable. It's, that's yeah. Oh, no, not just less desirable. Right. Totally not desirable. Yeah. yeah. They didn't just nerf it. It like They basically took that, yeah. game, that gun out of the game. And they're like, well, let's make it an exotic, I guess. Yeah. Then yeah. you but had, then it still uses ammo. Yeah. So many problems there. Then you had uh, the Void Hand Cannon, which dropped only at Crota, mm -hmm. I believe. Uh, Necrochasm, which you got by getting the uh, Crux, mm -hmm. which so, you infused into this uh, husk that you got out of you know just the drops. Some great elemental damage primaries, like Abyss Defiant, for example. Oh, yeah. yeah. And also... Um, the the automatic light, fire um, uh, arc damage pulse rifle. I was just about to say, yeah, um, light, it's got light in the name. You made me yeah. forget it when you said it. But Sorry. right? Yeah. Like, we're through a pretty sweet list. Man, of I remember. I remember <laughs> talking about these weapons. I remember getting yeah. them and being excited. Do you know what I, I don't remember? Any of the new raid weapons? Yeah, because I infuse them like they're garbage into something else. I do. I. Yeah. I mean, Defiance yeah. of Yasmin is a great sniper. It's great for PvE and PvP yeah. overall. Uh, the hand cannons of Huli's Bane or whatever just sucks. Smite yep. Rain is good though. Mm -hmm. uh, smite? As is Quillums, and then um, the the what's the rocket called? Uh, Harrowed something. Well, yeah, everything's Harrowed. Everything's <laughs> Ilium's Frenzy. That's yeah. it. Ilium's Frenzy. But so, anyway. Do you remember that stuff. rocket launcher or Galahorn? Well, but Again, that didn't Galahorn's drop from, from Vault. I'm just saying. Uh -huh. So, but right, we went through a huge list. Point yeah. taken. Okay, so let's compare a lot it to Heezen's. Those are exotic. Yeah. No. So Heezen's Vengeance was three in the tube, yep. I believe, from Vault. And then you had um, the tracking. Um, Hunger of Crota, yeah. which was the rocket. That was tracking, and then it would Trust explode me. around. Yeah. We should do that comparison like now in one big list mm -hmm. as a video. Because when you go through I everything, think... it's pale in comparison. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone would 
make the argument that the current raid weapons are cooler than the old raid weapons. There's no way, right? Yeah. Like, Feybringer is legendary. Like, I used Feybringer. Yeah. As soon as I so got cool. Feybringer, I was like, is this thing good? And people were like, that's one. Of, that's the best hand cannon in the game. Yeah. They were like, that should be the very next thing you should level and up. And I spent a lot of time, remember how we had to, like, level up bubbles, like, by using yeah. them and burning yep, stuff yep, on them? Yep, yep, uh, oh, the grind, man. <laughs> yeah, and I finally got it to max, and I was like, this thing wrecks, and I used it all the way through Taken King, even, up until I, mm-hmm. yeah, where yeah. I got my better weapons. But you're right. Like, these new weapons, they're purpose-made for the raid. They have little to no, uh, like, sort of usability outside of the raid. Like, I'd actually disagree with you. I don't think Defiance of, of Yasmin is that good as a sniper. Like, it's fast in PvE. Pe- it's good for PvE. PvE. It's yeah. good for PvE. A lot of people really love the zoom and the um, scope. Actually See, the zoom is good like... Good for PvE, yeah. not PvP necessarily. No, no but he's saying for PvP. Love, love thousand Yards there is like yeah, the sniper. Of course it is. Yeah. But all, everything's got their perks. But yeah. trust me, I mean, Defiance Even is, it's Irene on the list. Even R4 yeah. I think is better. But whatever, you're right. Yeah. So that's the thing is like, there's just not a lot of people using those weapons for anything besides the raid, the raid or yeah. PvE, which is not the best thing in the world, but, like, I do buy into the philosophy that, like, I'm the one of the few players, I guess not few, but, like, I don't really see a lot of other people with a totally different set of weapons and equipment and gear for PvP versus PvE. I have two entirely different sets. Yeah. And, like, I buy into this philosophy that, like, some of these guns should be more effective doing one thing than another. And I just think the raid weapons fall too squarely into yeah. that sort of track. Well, the, yeah, they, they, you know, it's probably a topic for a longer show later. Yeah. You know, we need to stretch out our, our topics as Got well. It. It's getting late. But what I will say is, right, you look back at the elemental damage and primary, I really feel like I don't understand that. Like um, why they took right, why they got elemental out. I have no reason to use a lot of those raid weapons except for in the raid. And then as you go through the list, I think we could talk about the weapons we actually used out of the year one. Mm-hmm. And when you get into year two raid weapons, like it's a small list of what you actually use and where. And they it, need to fix that. It's confusing. Final thoughts from me. Uh, Sean, I actually have to disagree with you. You say, like, that's how MMOs work. Uh, it doesn't like where the next piece content of content is, is how ah. you, you strive for an endgame. Um, I disagree with you because just because that's how they work doesn't mean that's how they should work. No, and, I'm not and even with, talking about MMOs. Yeah. What I'm talking about is, like, what, like, if you had to distill Destiny, like, let's take, look, let's say Destiny didn't exist, but you were building it. What is the gameplay loop, right? Mm-hmm. The gameplay loop is this constant progression forward and constant tweaking to get better and better, right? Over time, either but, via gear or via weapons, but right? But audience expectation, and I did want to have the same comment, I think, was yeah. like, you know that because you've played a ton of MMOs and stuff. A lot of people don't understand that that's potentially going to happen. So I think the issue is his expectation, regardless of the fact that there's a precedent, he didn't know that like the raid was going to be like unleveled, you know, and left behind. So like, in, I do understand. I think it's a fair point. No, um, that, I'm, you know I'm, what I mean. I'm, I agree with you. It is a fair it's about point expectations. because like, it is a fair, it is a fair point. I'm not saying that he can't feel this way or anything, but like, <laughs> what I'm saying is that I think you're off a, the hook, man. Yeah, on a basic, <laughs> on a like the basic understanding of what this game is dictates a philosophy that's not that's antithetical to this. You know, like mm-hmm. it doesn't. It would be like me criticizing Halo, or it would be like me criticizing Dota for only having one map. For you MOBA people uh, out here, Dota only has think, one map. I, I think the variation, that's a yeah. agree, the variation and the difference in gameplay changes by the heroes and the teams you play, not yeah. by the map. Yes, yes, yes. And that would, to me, that's the same similar argument. It's like you're criticizing the game for something that it never was supposed to do. 
Well, but right again, now Destiny only has one map. It's called yeah, <laughs> the New exactly. Raid. But that's you know? why that's why yeah. it's about expectation. I do think when you said actually that you knew it was going to happen that way, we didn't. We didn't know that like you know the 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 gear, you know the um, helmet, the chest would be left behind from raid to raid. So that was new, and I think that's what we say. I didn't know that I was going to sink all this time in the vault. And who knows when you did it? Maybe you did yeah. it right before Dark Blow, and then next thing you know, it's like uh, I can't really use that anymore. That yeah. was a huge problem. So. Anyway, I think if yeah, if it's a I problem. got if I got to three twenty through vault, or I got th- what's the new raid off the top? I can't. I'm King's blanking. Fall. King's fall. If or if I got there through King's fall, who cares? I have a story to tell that I got through vault. There's still stuff that I want in King's fall. There's still stuff that I want to get in dark below, yeah. but not right now. Right now, there's three things I can do: trials, Iron Banner. King's Fall. Yeah, and only at and certain times. And that needs to be fixed. Bungie, I'm begging you. You have phenomenal content that is just dead. Chilling. Mm-hmm. It's just dead. No reason to go there. Like, yeah, oh, I can go there for fun if I and want again, to, but the player base wants to strive towards something. And again, to preface, you know? like, I'm actually, I'm on this guy's side. Like, I, and on your guys' side, like, I really wish that Bungie would update old stuff too. Old strikes, old raids, mm-hmm. because I do want to go back and play that content. But what I am saying is that I don't think it's a valid criticism to say that the whole game needs to be updated to the same level at every iteration of the game. That's sure. just not... Yeah, but it's not, not, not it every iteration. Right, but again, but like, it's, it, yeah. it's separate. I, 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 I get what you're saying. You know? But again, I think it's separate issues. His was mostly about audience expectation and being transparent to the audience yeah. ahead of time. So I think we get the game now, though, so the good news is you can expect this type of thing in the future. We should we, we, we could should, go on this for a really long yeah, time. We should we wrap, wrap up. It up. I yeah. do want to put it out there for you all to think about, maybe for a future topic. I now have a theory, listening through all this, mm-hmm. that it's a maintenance issue. Because we see all the bugs that creep up. And so imagine running all the servers with all the different things mm-hmm. and make, like, remember when ogres are warping? <clears throat> we should talk about that. Yeah. I have a feeling it might have something to do with the support teams. How much yeah. can you support it once? Yeah. Uh, let's well, table they, that first. They have what said do you guys that they think? have this live team, right, yeah. that is responsible for well, creating stuff new and maintaining updates. stuff yeah, on yeah. the fly. And then there's yeah. teams that build stuff that are big in the future. I'm sure what it is is, like, they have the team that designed the raid. Mm-hmm. That raid is finished, and yeah. then it ships, yeah. and then that team is now working on a different raid or yeah. something else down the line. Yeah. And it's someone else's job to make sure that that raid yeah. is just working perfectly. But they're right. already doing King's exactly, Ball exactly, yeah. and already right. doing other stuff. So, so. we should yeah. talk about that later. Yeah. Bungie, yeah. a great idea for a ride along. Yeah. Tell us about how that works. Yeah, and help us understand. There we go, so. guys. Thank you for joining me. We got to get out of here. Thank you guys for joining us. Leave us a review on iTunes. Check out our store. Go.ign.com. Wear the shirt. Slash store, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come slash store, get a fire team chat yeah. shirt. You put it and on it, your body. Yeah. I do all the time. Until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. 
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.